I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I just have a little leaky in my heart this morning. Um, when I think about the goodness of the Lord and how far he's brought us, I just I just find sometimes that it's always good to declare his goodness and your commitment to him and remind yourself that the journey is still on. Hallelujah. I just want to thank um, the eldership for the privilege and the opportunity. to be able to share the word of God with you this morning. I'm going to try to be mindful of time. As I have stuff in my heart that I would like to share. It's the end of the youth month. It's almost the end of the youth month. And I just want to say to young people this morning. And at times the enemy will, will want to distract you and take that away from you. Will try to bring all kinds of distractions, all kinds of enticements, all kinds of things that when you look at your life now and you look at what the devil is offering you, you will figure that your life is will be better here. But everything the devil offers you has a price. And so when you pay that price, ultimately when you have to pay that price, it won't be a nice price to pay. I, I received Jesus when I was 15 years old. And um, it was a beautiful journey. It has been a beautiful journey. I have not regretted once walking with Jesus. But I can tell you it has been very tough. There was a time when I felt like God is not hearing me. And every other thing that I want, the devil has on a plate for me for free. But when you look away from this and you focus on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith, he is able to keep you. He is able to perform his good work in your life unto the day of the Lord. There are so many people in this place that will stand and say, I received Jesus in my youth. And I have never looked back. He's kept his word. He's done more than I have expected. And had faith for. 
And so I want to encourage you young people while you still have strength and energy serve the Lord. Before you get married and get involved with corporate world and all these things serve the Lord. When it's prayer time be the first to open the door when it's when when they open up and say come and preach do the word like like uh, Tatenda was 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 telling us a story be like the woman be like the woman at the well when Jesus had spoken to her and told her everything she was the first one to jump up and begin to testify about Jesus Give the Bible encourages us while we are young, we must serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. If there's one thing people can't fault the leadership of this church is the fact that you are given an opportunity to to do what God has laid in your heart and to serve God with your giftings and talents. Jesus says the harvest is plentiful. But the workers are few. Be, be part of the workers in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in you, young people, than he that is in the world. The future may look bleak in your eyes, your physical eyes. But dig a deeper well for yourself where you will daily drink the water of the word. And spend time with Jesus. And you will never be disappointed. We love you. We appreciate you. We don't want you to be anything than what you are. I'm looking at how Penwell is leading the service today. And I'm thinking, Penwell, where is the spirit? But what, you know what I like? I like that he's himself, he's genuine. I can look at him and think he must perform a certain way so he looks spiritual. But the truth is, Penuel loves Jesus. And he comes to the Lord just as he is. And I want to encourage all of you. I'm not saying be worldly. I'm saying be who you are and serve the Lord and love him. Hallelujah. Can we go to the book of um, John chapter 10? We're going to read from verse 1 until verse 18. I'm going to try and read very fast. I would like to read the word. Amen. Verily I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listens to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. He keeps his sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize his, his, a, strange, a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep 
have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd, and he does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. The wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father. I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there, and there shall be one flock and one sheep. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay down of my own accord. I have authority to lay down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, my, I, I struggle with putting titles on my, on my sermons. Um, yes, so generally, if you have realized, but I'm just going to keep with the title that is on the Bible, The Good Shepherd and His Sheep. So, Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd and His Sheep. Hallelujah. Um, Jesus ex- explains to the Pharisees who He is. And He tells them that I'll, I'll just give you a, a bit. Let me just try and explain this. That there is, there is a flock. There is a crawl and a gate. Okay, and then there's a sheep and his flock. Amen? He says, the one who does not enter by the gate is a, sheep, is a, is a thief and a robber. And a robber. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there, are, there are things that happen in the life of the church. That depicts that there is some thievery and robbery that happens in the sheep's life. And Jesus wants to point out that as a sheep, I mean as a shepherd, there is there are people who, who would come in through him as the shepherd. But then there are those who will climb through the other way. There will be those who would want to claim things that are not belonging to them, which is the flock of Jesus Christ. But he's the, he says, I am the one. The sheep belongs to me. He says, these people are not known to the gatekeeper. But him, he says, he says, the sheep listens to my voice. The sheep belongs to me. And Jesus is known to the gatekeeper. 
even as he goes on to to explain he says that they may I, they, I know them and I lay down my life for them and I know them as you Lord knows me as you Father know me and I know you So Jesus as the shepherd is known to the father as the gatekeeper. The father doesn't open the sheep pen for any other person except the sheep to whom the the, uh, the shepherd to whom the sheep belongs to. Amen. Hallelujah. But because these these are not legitimate they don't gain legitimate entry they will jump over some other way but what saves the sheep from the ones that jump through some other way Jesus continued to explain he says that the sheep listens to my voice they pay attention to Jesus's voice the, the ones that jump over some other way there is a way in which they would want to convince the sheep so that they can get the sheep's attention and Jesus says that they do not recognize the stranger's voice they do not pay attention to the to the to the stranger's voice if anything he continues to add that they actually run away from the stranger's voice but as the sheep that spends time with the shepherd they need to know the voice of the shepherd so they are not deceived by any other voice that can come some other way for the shepherd himself takes care of his own he is out for the interests of his flock He wants what is best for his flock. The, the sheep that is that that knows the master's voice, that knows the shepherd's voice. They are alert to catch out that which is not the voice of their own shepherd. And so the shepherd wants us to know when he speaks. So that we are not derailed We are not caught of God. We are not lied to by any other voice that is not the voice of the shepherd. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us Jesus tells us that he leads them out and they follow him wherever he leads them so there is a sense in which because the 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 one who comes to steal is going to come and do as 
trying to do as the master does. Clearly they won't go out the gate as the, the shepherd does because they will make them to go out some other way. But they will imitate the ways of the shepherd though their voice is not the voice of the shepherd. And so if the sheep is not clear about the shepherd's voice, they will be led out astray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if they know the shepherd's voice, they will walk out when the shepherd leads them out. And when you know the voice of the shepherd, you will follow where the shepherd leads you. Sometimes the shepherd will not lead you as you expect. Sometimes when he leads his flock, he will take them to a different meadow. But the road to that meadow is not the one that they are used to. But when the voice is correct and it's the right voice, there is a trusting and a knowing in your heart. There is a trusting and a knowing with the flock that we are going the right way. It may not look like it is the right way, but we are most definitely keeping with the the voice that we are hearing. And so it is very important that as the chief shepherd, whatever Jesus says is obeyed completely. Wherever Jesus leads, there is a following that is committed there is a following that is not unwavering that does not have detours that does not have stoppages but it is it is very clear where we are going because this is where the, the shepherd is leading Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is the kind of shepherd that goes before his flock. He's not behind his flock. Because the shepherd that is behind his flock does not give direction to his flock. Jesus is the shepherd that is setting the tone right in the front. He is the shepherd that sees that is the danger where we are going. Are there any dips? Are there is there water? Is there is he is right in the front leading his pack? And so when, when the flock hears the voice of the of, of the shepherd, they trust that he has their best interest at heart. That whatever he says will happen. That what he does is for sure. It's not something that we should ngabaza about. I don't. I can't find a proper word. It's not something we can be doubtful about. So, so they 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 go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the knowing of the voice speaks to what David says. 
David says, the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. He knows this shepherd. He has heard what this shepherd has said. He has seen what this shepherd has done. And so he is convinced in his heart that when he says to me, let's go right, there is food right. There is food right. When he says, let us stop here for a little bit, I sense that there is danger that is just about to pass. The flock stops because they know what the shepherd is doing. He says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me get to a place of fulfillment. He knows exactly what I need at the time that I need it. And he leads me in that place when I need to get to that place. Sometimes we go through trials and tribulations that are to perfect us, that are to form some, some strong, you know, some strong inner person in our lives. But we want to get out. The shepherd says, no, not yet. But you want out right now. But David says, I know that even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, you are there with me. You are there to protect me. To keep me from harm. To protect me from whatever danger that may come about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, you guide me in paths of righteousness. Jesus guides his flock because he is right in the front. Guidance we don't find looking back guidance we find from the ones that are in the front and showing us how to do and when to do it. And so David says, the way he guides me, he guides me in a manner that makes me want to please God. Jesus guides me in a manner that puts me in the right standing with God. He does not lead me away from glorifying the Father. But he leads me in such a way that my heart pants, my heart desires, I want to be walking in this way. I want to be doing this. Hallelujah. And he leads me in such a way that I do not have any fear. There is no fear in me. Because I know that his rod and his staff, they will comfort me. He is there with me. His rod is there. His staff is there. You see, we also get to see how, how, how Jesus is shepherding. We see it in the life of David or his people. When David tells us his experiences about looking after his flock, he speaks to Goliath. He says, my friend, you are nothing. In the face of what I have already done to protect my flock, I have killed beasts. 
that do not allow people to live that come and harass and take away and steal and kill the flock Jesus when he speaks of this He says, I lay down my life for the flock. When David stands before the bear and the lion, he is pretty much laying his life down for the flock. That before you get to the flock, you need to get through me. Before you eat them, you have to be full with me first. And Jesus Christ tells us here that he is the one who keeps and protects us. is the one who lays down his life. He has the authority to do it. Jesus left his throne in glory so that he can come and bring us to be part of the sheep pen, his sheep pen. Hallelujah. He lays down his life. He allows no harm to come to us as his sheep. He allows no attack to come to us as his sheep. He makes sure that he protects us at all times. He makes sure that he leads us in the roads and the, and the ways of safety. And so knowing his voice protects us. But it is our job to know the voice of the shepherd. He says, I know them and they know me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must make sure we run away from the stranger's voice. We learn the voice of the shepherd. Jesus Christ, the good shepherd. The Pharisees did not get any of what Jesus was saying. Jesus says, Hey, I am, I am, I am the gate. So Jesus tells us again that he is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no going to the Father except through him. There is no no entry and and, and exit that happens in the kingdom of God where Jesus is not involved. Because he is the reconciling mediator. He is the shepherd of his flock. He is the the, the founder of his church. Jesus is the king in his kingdom. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, when we enter through the gate, he says that his flock will come and go and find pasture when they go through the gate. Look, when you go through the other way, Jesus tells us in verse 10 that only three things will happen to you. Because other way, the thieves and robbers have got you. They are surely going to kill, steal, and destroy your life. But but when you go through the gate, you enter through him and you will be saved, he says. He says you will come and go out and find pasture. The difference when you go through Jesus as a gate or go through some other way by the stranger's voice is that the other way there is no life. 
But going through the gate, Jesus says, you will go out. Let by my voice, you will come back. And when you go out, you will find pasture. There will be nourishment for you. There will be life for you. There will be living that is happening. There will not be the killing, the stealing, and the destroying that some other way causes for your life. Hallelujah. Jesus tells us, Thieves and robbers have come to the gate. But they were refused entry. Jesus as the gate. The thieves have come to stand before him as the gate. But they were refused entry because they are not known to the gatekeeper. The way God has protected his flock, it is so much that when Jesus is the gate, when Jesus is the shepherd, the gatekeeper is there. He knows who has the legitimacy to come in and to get out. He provides safety and salvation for his sheep at all, his sheep at all times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The the attacks that come to you, Mazalan. The Bible tells us God will not allow any circumstance to come to you that is beyond your power. The book of First Peter tells us that we will go through different trials and tribulations and be aware that our brothers in the world are going through the same kinds of trials and tribulations. But we must realize that after we have suffered a little while, that is for our perfection. That is for our strengthening. That is for making us who God wants us to be. And so as the, the sheep in the fold, we must, we must realize that Jesus, though sometimes he lets us go through the mountains and it feels like it's a bit hard to go and graze up on the mountainside. It's easier to be grazing on the valley side. He's doing that for our good because as we go up, we are strengthened. Our feeble knees are being strengthened. And so when there's danger, we are able to get behind our, our shepherd quicker. Hallelujah. Jesus says, I lay down my life. No one. No one gives, um, no one takes it away from me. But I laid down on my own account. Jesus is our shepherd not because he is, he is he's forced to. He does so he says, you know, because I do this, my father loves me. Because he, this is the command I got from my father. He does this because he's obeying the father. He does this because he loves us. The Bible tells us that, you know, um, 
while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Little does it happen that a righteous man will, a man will die for a righteous man. Another man. But how much more a man who is a sinner, who is not worthy of this sacrifice. But Jesus Christ loves us. He says, I have some other sheep that I have to bring here so that there is one flock and one shepherd. If you are in this place today and you have not received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you are not part of this flock we are talking about. You are part of the flock of Jesus Christ. Where we read at the, at the, at the I think it's verse 2, he says, after he has taken out his There is a way this thing explains it that he's not just taking out sheep. He's taking out his own. The ones that belong to him. We get to belong to him. The Bible says to as many as believed him, he gave them the right to become the children of God. There is no living without Jesus Christ. There is no way of serving God truly without Jesus Christ. I hear people say, yeah, I serve God, but Jesus is not my thing. Listen here, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the good shepherd in God. God was pleased that he would have the full deity in him. Hallelujah. And so I would like to invite anyone in this place who says, I hear about this good shepherd. But I don't remember accepting him as Lord and Savior. I have been going to church and attending church but I have not accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. Receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. He gives you the right to become a child of God. He gives you the, the right to belong to his sheep pen. To his flock. The flock of his pasture. Amen. Does anyone in here says, I would like to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior? For I have not given my life to Jesus. I would like to be part of this. I know that we also have the audiences online. I'd like to give you this opportunity as well. And in the absence, in the auditorium, in the absence of anyone who's given their life to Jesus, I'd like to call Muruti Mutsipe to pray for the ones probably who are online who would like to give their life to Jesus. And while I go down, I'd like to encourage you, Bazalan, that Jesus loves to shepherd you but he is not going to force you to know his voice. You have to know his voice yourself so you can run away from the stranger's voice. May God bless you.